Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. Post Joe. Yeah, we're on here. As a tradition, I have to keep my personal information. Post Joe giving shout outs to new Patreons this week. We want to give a shout out to Garrett Franks, came in at Ride Breadband. Hi, Garrett. Welcome aboard. Thank you for your support. Thanks, man. And Niall Crosby. Thank you, Niall. Come on. Much love. Much love. Thank you all very much. This is a special. Uh, post Joe edition. Don't feel like Kamar has rushed through your names. We very much appreciate it. I have rushed through your names because yes. I have to go to an engagement. I apologize. But still, we have a special edition. <laughs> well, why don't you just say happy post birthday Joe. to your dad real quick? Uh, happy birthday to my dad. Yeah. My happy stepfather, to Paul. Paul. It's also Big shout out. It's, is his birthday today? No, it was yesterday. Oh, okay. It's my grandmother's birthday today. Happy birthday shout to Matt's grandma. grandmother, Mary. Yeah. Woo woo. And if you're listening, Paul and Mary, please stop. Stop listening. My grandmother, yeah. Oh, um, yes. Yes, yes. My grandmother's listening. Yeah, please, that's, that's a problem. Turn this off, Mary. You don't want to hear any more. Yeah. So normally with the post, Joe, we just talk about uh, things we miss in the episode, but we're doing a special. Uh, you, keep, you just keep pulling that mic closer and closer to yourself, huh? Because <laughs> I want to get dark and uh, okay. mysterious. Do you want to talk Epstein? The Epstein documentary was released, and we've talked enough about Epstein that we should talk a bit about the documentary. Our thoughts, this, that, whatever. <laughs> This, that, and the next. You saw it? Of course. And you saw it? No, I didn't watch it. A la Joe. I saw it before Simon did. First of all, I said to Simon yesterday, um, it starts out with a... I did see it. A warning saying, um, this deals with uh, child sex predators. Some viewers may find disturbing. Mm -hmm. I think it should have said, all viewers should find disturbing. As Simon alluded, there's people that enjoyed watching this. Or possibly. Pedophiles. Saying that. It was their Super Bowl. I see. Okay. Not really, though. Like, there really wasn't any. It was just They didn't jest. show anything. No. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. I was like, what? It was just really horrible stories to listen to. Yeah. And as uh, I said, I think it was a voice for the victims, but really was useless other than that. They all just told the same story. Verbatim, over and over again. Massage, he flipped over. Egg-shaped penis. So, yada, yada, yada. Kamar, let me ask you this. I want to play devil's advocate for just one moment, and I can't believe I'm going to. Jeffrey Epstein. No, I'm just I'm thinking about how to word this. So Jeffrey Epstein, obviously, you know, rich, stupid, whatever. The one girl that was like, we're not doing this, he didn't do anything, right? He just stopped. He was like, cool, I'm cool with just the massage. And then asked her, hey, can you can you get some more? And she was like, yeah, I can get you some more. Out of fear. Sure. I'm not saying I'm not saying one way or the other. No, no, you're Diablo Avocado. I understand. My point is simply this. It there's a side of you that could say, and it's not me, but you you could think like if all of them had just said no. What Matt is saying is that that one girl is responsible for everything. Well, no. the, the one lawyer sh- <laughs> showed the, the chart of... Yeah, unfortunately, it was all redacted, so you couldn't really get redacted. a fucking idea of what was really on there and how young they were. That's Fortunately, as well, at the same time. No, because that was the problem was like... I actually feel like the this was my issue with the documentary. It did a huge disservice because half of them were like in their 20s. And yeah, he raped them. Like that one girl on the island, Simon and I talked about it. She was definitely fucked. She was stuck on an island. That's like horror movie shit. Even if you wanted to fight back at that point, what yeah, are you going to do? Go hide swim? on the other side of the island? Yeah, it's tales of horror. It's just tales of horror. I, I sort of see what you're saying. What Matt is saying is some of these girls had this happen to them and then went back to work. But I wonder if that goes more to like how broken they were. Well, I get it. It was like the one girl was like, I just felt like I just put it behind me and it wouldn't happen again. Let me say this to any, and I hope again, I hope there aren't a lot of young women listening, but if there is a young woman listening, please heed these words. There is no such thing 
as a free ride on a private jet. This is true. Nothing good happens after midnight. Yada, yada, yada. Or a yacht. So if you expect that this old man is just going to take you on his yacht. Look for the strings. Like you're going to, he's going to expect you to suck his dick. And that's terrible, but just don't go on the yacht. Like the one girl that, like, again, she was like, then we went to South Africa with Chris Tucker and Kevin Spacey. That was fucking, that was ugly. Well, I, I, I understand what you're saying about the age, but what about the point where they're saying, and one friend gave him three 12-year-olds for his birthday. Oh, I mean, that was just the most heinous shit ever. And he had a super weird look when they asked him about it in the deposition. Not how you're supposed to act if it's just a ridiculous allegation, correct? Oh, dude. I mean, that to me was actually the most damning point. That was the point where I was like, oh, there's no doubt that this guy's guilty. I will say this, though, Kamar. The depositions bothered me the most. I said this to Simon because when you watch the depositions, so much wasted money on asking this guy questions that you know he's going to plead the, the fifth, fifth to. The fifth, the fifth. Like, what are we doing here? Why are we wasting our time and money? I feel like that was all like part of the op to get him angry so that maybe then after the interview, he does something stupid. Well, it was all in line to line up the civil suit. That's what I thought. I'm just saying like the amount of tax dollars that go into that, like the amount, think about it. There's like... 10 people in that room making $1,000 an hour. It just seems fucking, but to, to tell him about his egg-shaped penis. Now, I totally understand, like to Kamar's point, we had talked about this earlier. Um, these girls absolutely deserve to have a, their story told if they want it. Mm -hmm. You know, because well, they're I mean? not going to get money, unfortunately. My problem was that, like, this documentary made it seem like it was going to be one thing and then it was another. Mm hmm. From the trailer. Right. The trailer made it seem like this was a heavy look into Epstein and the controversy and everything that happened. And frankly, it was none of that. It was just, and again, I'm not saying that these girls don't deserve to have their story told, but it should have been billed that way so we knew what we were getting ourselves into, you know? The weirdest part to me about the documentary too is that most documentaries like this run on a timeline of like, they get way worse. Epstein started to me at like the worst point, like trolling high schools for 14 year olds to jerk them off. Till the first case where he gets busted, but gets the weird house arrest. Yeah. And then sort of goes dark. But after he goes dark, he seems then to only, other than the 12 year old that he was gifted. But again, that could be a, a, like an old Arab that hadn't seen him in a while. That was like, Jeffrey Epstein loves the 12 year olds. What I'm saying is, like, after after that house arrest, it seemed like he moved on to raping girls of age. I just don't think I the think documentary more made covert. any sense. I don't think you should take it as any sort of, like, it really... It just they, blurred the They lines. did the whole documentary, and the whole time, uh, two hours, and never mentioned the word CIA or Mossad. And I don't know how you can tell that story. Just to raise in the conversation. Just to even raise in the conversation. It's like they left out really important chunks and focused only on the girl's story, which again, what I don't have a problem with, but like, let's bill it as that. What about well, two weeks before his suicide, he's hospitalized? They don't even mention that. But Simon, oh, it, was and called, it was called Filthy Rich. To me, it was billed as this guy's a gross rich guy that raped these girls. It wasn't about... It wasn't a, a flat earth CIA documentary. Like I'll give, I'll, you no, got to give them it, that. It wasn't any sort of documentary. It, it, was, it was just Well, it was. It was for testimony. the victims. It was it for was, the victims uh, to get their stories out and to say, hey, this guy was a piece of, like, listen. No problem. I have no problem with that. I just, like, I had our, the two of those girls I had already heard like an hour long uh, Fair enough. thing with. Fair enough. I just, I wouldn't have even bothered. You know what I mean? I, I. Listen, if we're talking about bandwidth, you know, I, Simon, I got no new info from that thing. Seeing the woman's painting that she did for the oh, FBI that was worth was it. worth the price of admission. Matt, it's my go. screensaver, you which know is why it. they made it the last, almost one of the last things you see. Because they had nothing. It's amazing. She, there she have been even a whole says it. She said, I laid it all out in this painting. There should have been a whole episode about Giselle Maxwell. Of course. Didn't you notice, though, that so the, that disclaimer came on every time they spoke about her? Mm -hmm. So right in the middle of the episode, there was that disclaimer. That's how fucking connected that woman is. She produced That they couldn't even say the word CIA. 
mm-hmm. or Mossad or whoever the fuck owns this woman. They called Alan Dershowitz a rapist to his face and they didn't have a disclaimer up. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> that was like a pretty classic scene though, eh? You, you and I were talking about that where he's like, I dare her to say it. I dare her to yeah. say it. And then the next scene, She's she like, says it. He totally raped. He totally had sex with me. Yeah. The funniest part I thought of it, if you could think of funny, was when um, he lies to get the job with Bear Stearns and he's fucking the boss's daughter. And the guy fires him, so he goes out from the world. And then the guy gets a phone call. So we got this guy. He's a real recluse, uh, but uh, he's got a lot of energy and um, he's into shady deals. And the guy's like, and we th- found that very appealing because yeah. we are running a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, yeah, when he said that, I was like, how the fuck is this guy out in the wild, too? Like, what is going on here? They're all scammers. Anyways, so if anybody was waiting for this to be like the... Um and Clinton's obviously guilty. Mm-hmm. Dude, if they yeah, have, We knew that all along. No, I know, but like they have records of you going. They have flight records of you going to the island. Why would you lie about going there? Witnesses of and, you. And 23 oh. times. Like it's what it's you know, if you're um Chris Tucker and you're taking one flight over there, you know what I mean? Or but whatever. I've argued that for weeks that just because you got on that plane doesn't make you a pedophile. No, I said though that if you go to the island, then you are a pedophile. In this thing, they said that they saw lots of people who just went to the island for a lunch or whatever, and I still am like, I mean, again, if he that's had, a long way to go for that's a, lunch. a lot of names they didn't mention, dude. If he had that island, Zero, if he had yeah. that entire island wired with cameras and audio. There's obviously a reason for that. Like it seems like he was just trying to blackmail cor- a bunch of fucking of super. Cor- it was a giant fucking honeypot. The only hope we can have is that this re introduces the no, discussion. Won't that's, happen. that's what I said. Won't happen. It might, man. You never know how. Uh, not now. I mean, now everything is dominated by something else. You know. We but, all agree this documentary was a travesty, though. A travesty that they made it. Well, uh, what a travesty. Again, the victims got a chance to tell their story if you hadn't heard it already. That's why it had to be done. But what it didn't unveil or investigate into is why it shouldn't have been done. It feels like this is just a microcosm of the whole story. Just a reiteration. You, you know what I mean, Kamar? That's what you're saying, I think, is that, again, they do this whole thing and it's not getting us anywhere closer to the truth. Yes. Listen, like I said, for me, it really blurred no the, It really blurred the lines because I get it. A lot of them are young girls and they, you know, they definitely didn't know any better, but like the amount of those girls that went and pimped out other girls to this guy, like, what did the guy say? It was a sexual Ponzi scheme. Yeah. I, again, I just, uh, and again, I'm, I'm listen, I think they're so young. They don't know what they're doing. Like I agree. And he's all victims. I get that they're victims. I'm just saying it, it really blurred the lines showing all that. Like it went from this guy was just like preying on young girls to like, well, he was getting young girls to prey on other ones, which again, just well, blurs the lines. Almost, for, it makes it worse, man. Like the whole thing is like, listen, I watched it, it and I was grossed out devious. For the sure. whole, that whole part of it got like, we only see the end result, right? Which is everybody who's getting caught in the honey trap. But the making of the honey trap is like, well, we didn't everything. see everyone that got caught. That's the thing. Really one, sticky, you know, no pun intended. Yeah. But the problem is this is that at the end, one guy that we had never heard of before this died and no but matt i really i really think that it's all right here okay fine it's in the the painting yeah for those watching it's in the painting but who's the nascar driver (laughs) (laughs) no but this is what i mean i think if we do a little bit of research into this painting that's how we're going to gleam some information from this documentary in the mind of a victim she what's crazy to me and this is what gives it the most legitimacy is the rest of her paintings looked fantastic like she had a really cool style and this one looks like it's done by a five-year-old but that's because it's the, the emotional I, i'm telling you i'm i'm telling you simon i'm channeling. almost convinced she got hypnotized mm-hmm. and and just like the hypnotist put like a pastel in her hand no, I, I totally think you're right, Matt. I think this was done under hypnosis. Because you're right. A lot of her art, when it was sitting there, I was like, this woman's a fucking... It is not the same artist who did this. No, there's no fucking way. It's, there's no way. This one is just... 
Yeah, I think it's like train of thought. That That's looks, why all the buildings are penises. Do you know what that looks like, Simon? That looks like what you would see drawn on the wall in feces of a psychopath's fucking like jail cell or something. Oh, it That's definitely what, looks like a serial killer's thing. For sure. Looks but like it, Pepe it, Sylvia. It's, it's insane. It's just a man. purge of pain. First of all, it's, yeah, it's, it's really, on one hand, it's super sad. And on the other hand, you're like, well, I felt really bad for her too because it like this is everything. She seemed like a really talented artist from a young age. She was so good, and that really killed her art career. Like she was just like it was so associated. Well, this with was this was my huge problem with the documentary. And again, it comes back to this girl, which is interesting because it ends with her and this painting being everything. But so she was painting nude pictures of her siblings. So weird. It's so weird. Like even as an artist. I would imagine that there's all sorts of other ways to get the models you need. I, I don't know, man. It just, it seems weird. And so many of these girls brought their sisters into it. Not only, and hold like, on. Can I double, so young and so impressionable. I think can I double down is yeah. like, what kind Thanks. of, what kind of client do you think you're going to get selling those? That's the real question you have to ask. Like they were great paintings. I would never hang those in my house ever no it's it's so true like who would even want that that's what i'm saying is what kind of like the well we know who does jeffrey epstein walks in and says i'll take them all but that's it how is the fbi not honeypotting should be pedophiles that way just go to art shows he was working for the fbi okay, fine. you know what no i mean okay fine basically whatever basically child porn at that point producing it, yeah, there were there were moments in this and like that where I was like, this is just weird. It seemed weird. It seemed like I said that a lot of them brought their like little sister into it. Where you I felt the like, worst for her. Uh, it felt like the horrible. other girl was just pimping out random girls she knew, which you maybe well, can she have. Totally was. That's what I'm saying. You can sleep at night having a little bit less guilt there, maybe. But like to know that you brought your little sister into it is just wildly fucked. But and she was already being abused, and she brought her sister into it. She had already been raped. I think victims like to share their pain sometimes, uh, as a, a detriment. Listen, I don't want to make yeah, anyone no, I laugh. Don't, I don't know. That's, I don't want to make crazy. anyone laugh. But he also put a lot of them through school. So maybe like Chappelle's bit, he rapes but he saves. No, I don't think the so. Only, it's a joke, obviously, Simon. We're talking about Jeffrey Epstein here. The only disparaging comment I had is that one girl, the redhead, I don't know if she's Australian or British or whatever, lives in Spain. Thank you. She's got to get her teeth fixed. She had the vampire teeth there? She no, just she had, just had... She's just... <laughs> samurai Quintana's coming at you. But she's been through a lot, so... That was my only... So you'll give her a pass on her teeth? Pejorative comment I had. I mean, I just... I, just, I think they skipped over some stuff... They glossed over, it just, it was... Uh, Again, I'll say it to young girls, young anyone, it, those thirst traps, watch the fuck out. Like, what it, like when you're 21 in New York and you want to live that lifestyle and go on yachts and private jets, these are the people you're going to fucking mingle with. So Everything has a cost. Maybe try just living a normal life and getting your own yacht. That way you don't have to go to Pedophile Island and be in a fucking wild documentary. So to sum things up, we all thought it was a shitty documentary, but uh, had to be done for the victims. It had to be done for the victims. We all, the only reason we thought it was shitty is because I think we all thought like Epstein doc, it's going to answer some questions about like the death. Some investigative I mean, journalism. He didn't die until there was 20 minutes left in the documentary. No, and the most interesting part was that ear shot. The ear that does not match up. I'm not a plastic surgeon. I'm just a human being, but from yeah, human but how many eyes, dead bodies have you seen that have hung themselves? A couple. A cup. <laughs> Do you want to see a dead Isn't body? Isn't there way too many <laughs> sheets in the uh, jail cell too? Sheets, come on. Those were those all look like jumpsuits. Like, like what did they just leave him with? Jeff was he on laundry duty? At Jeff, the same here's time? La here's laundry for the next week and a half. Don't, don't hang yourself with it. I mean, the one thing it did highlight was how crazy his original prison deal was what how he can leave deal? at 12 hours a day he goes to a place he's patrolled by a cop that he pays that's on his payroll like that to me is so moronic the the justice system thinks they're doing the right thing they're like yeah stick him with the bill you're making him his boss you dummies yeah, you've given him a bodyguard 
and the disgust at which he spoke about his charges is like this would just be a hundred dollar misdemeanor in New York. Yeah. Really articulated what a piece of shit he was. But like I said, if there's any doubt, those those depositions to me, like I can't believe we waste our money on that shit. If well, we, they wasted their money. It's not our money. But I I don't know if those were public or private depositions. It doesn't matter, even if it's pro- like I don't understand. Well, why private though? Like for what he's saying, like a civil civil case, set up the civil case. Mm -hmm. So they're doing in uh, for free, basically in uh, lieu of a possible payout down the road, which he conveniently fucks up his will and uh, fucks everyone. Oh, that's the other thing. It's like uh, that's their big fucking point in this thing. Oh well, he wrote a will two week two weeks two weeks before he killed himself. So case closed. It wasn't case closed. It was no one's getting it. They, they put that in there to say he was a real dick to the end Everyone and no one's fucked. getting any money mm-hmm. except his brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his brother looks like a shady individual, man. There's n- more questions than answers, which is disappointing. Yeah, that that is oh, really... Great point. Yeah, I was, left, I was left with more questions than I had before. I mean, not more questions. I just not... There was really No closure. No, no not, closure. Y- you had to at least bring up the important parts of the discussion. And if you're not going to do that, then it, this isn't even a discussion. It seems like more of a cover-up. No, again, I think it was just for these women to be, these six women to be able to speak their their piece, you know? And they all seem fucked up, so. They yeah. all seem fucked up. It's hard to uh, joke oh, n- about it. Yeah, none of them seemed like they were doing very well. There was the one with the braces. Yeah. None of them seem like they came from... Well, no, like the chick that moved to Australia seems like she's somewhat like resilient and gotten past it a little bit. Like she married a guy, she went after him, you know. Dude, and that one girl, she's like, uh, yeah, I wasn't even planning on going. I went to keep my friend company and then she bounces on me when I'm in the room. I was like, holy shit, man, this is That reminded me of that Central Park 5 shit. Remember the Central Park Five? Yeah, that one exactly. kid, that one kid just escorted his buddy down there he, and ended up doing like would be pissed. Ended if he up didn't. doing like ten years hard time. Yeah, terrible. What a terrible story. Anyways, it's crazy too talking about that Central Park Five shit right now too because it's yeah. I mean, whatever. Well, no, just twenty years ago, ten years ago, five years ago, a year ago, nothing much. How is, long ago was that Central Park Five? That must have been the long. I think time it was in the nineties, thirty years ago, thirty, thirty plus. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. These feel good. These documentaries never feel good. So we all agree, Killer Mike is going to be on this week. That's a great call. I think that's a great call. Or Cornell West. That's another good. Well, call. that'd be a good Cornell. one. I definitely think he should have some black scholar on this week. I some think for sure. I'll be interested to see if Joe works that quickly like that because we know he will. He had the COVID guy on like fucking week one right away. What podcast would you recommend this week? <sighs> Oh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. It's yeah, unanimous. Yeah. Sorry, I, I had I, I forgot what they were. I think that Kevin Hart did such a good job on this podcast. I was so impressed by him. Honest Again, I really would have liked to have heard Kevin on Tuesday. I just would have liked to have heard his take on it. Coming, especially being a poor kid from Philly. I'm with you. I think I, he would have had some good insight. But and it I would think, have been such a different podcast. I agree, but I think Kevin too, said. much like Killer Mike, would have had some real positivity to shine on it on a big platform you know what i mean positive works for the black community i don't know i just no, i think you're right but i think you know that uh his instagram and shit is so big i get it that if he needs to get a message out i there, get it i'm just saying that kevin hart on joe rogan is already a bigger number than no disrespect jesus trejo where they had a long you know no and i know you're rolling your eyes but no, I, no i'm just saying of course you know i'm just saying even if it was like tom papa kevin hart is a huge numbers yeah, draw yeah, yeah, for, for Joe sure, Rogan. For so, sure. you know, I just think it would have been a nice, uh, again, how does Joe know that there's going to be a fucking when does, race uh, riot? Alex Jones get back on, Jerry? And the new, new September 1st. Yeah, that'd be a blockbuster. I hope there he discusses more about his processes of why he went to Spotify. I actually might call that right now. Think about the Spotify. They're probably like, can you get Alex on for September 1st? Could we Let's do that? Let's blow it up. Yeah. Let's make the first video or the biggest one. Maybe he does like a September 11th. That's our call. There you go. With Alex Jones. Sure. Well, that makes that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, Killer Mike. Not, yeah, 
They have an album coming out this week. There's no fucking way Killer Mike no, is Killer not coming Mike on. Killer Mike makes sense. Cornell West makes sense. Um, he could have that guy who converted the people. He Neil deGrasse like Tyson. T- no, fuck no. No, the guy who converted the Ku Klux Klan guy. The coolest it would be if it had Jeffrey Epstein on this week. That would be interesting. Yeah. Just blow the doors off the whole thing. Adam Perry Lang's in the back with a souffle. Or Trump. That's never going to happen. No, it's not. God, that guy's a piece of shit. So sorry about our normally lighthearted uh, post-Joe where we talk about current events. Well, we watched an Epstein documentary and the world, the U.S. is burning exactly. to the ground right exactly. now. What, so what I would do just if you want to um, deep dive into something is take a screenshot of her painting and take a look at what's going on. Because there's a lot of info in there. I couldn't believe it didn't get more play. It, if this hadn't happened, Matt, everything that's going down in the world right now, maybe, maybe. it makes that's the... Uh, Which may have been... Uh, and the problem, flag. too, is that it has a certain amount of uh, co- comedic value to it. And I don't think that anybody wants to... Um, yeah, laugh at someone's at somebody's inner pain. Yeah. yeah, which is not what I'm suggesting you do. I'm suggesting that you go look at it so we can decipher the mysteries of this thing. But keep in Who mind, is the guy in the NASCAR bus? Keep in mind, a lot of the time, like when I laugh at stuff like that, it's not so much like I'm like, oh my god, this is hilarious. It's like the the darkness of it that almost makes me yeah, laugh. Yeah, the absurdity. Like, yeah, like I called you right away, and I was like, you have to get back to me the second you see the painting, because yeah. I was like, what? Is the NASCAR logo doing in there? What does it all mean? What does it all mean? Who is the guy? Why does he have antlers? What is going on? And hold what on. Is driving the truck. The only <laughs> explanation she gave for the whole painting, and she goes, There's Giselle in a pill, hard to swallow. And I was like, What the fuck does that mean? You forgot to mention that she was a lizard lady. Yeah. Lot to lot to unpack there. A that being lot. Said, Giselle could get it. If you didn't know anybody, she's hot. Giselle could get it. That was the other part. Sorry, just oh. one last thing. Um, they talked about the woman having the baby for them. Did she ever end up having the baby for them? <clears throat> Excuse me. Did she ever have the baby for them? More Hell? questions and answers. Have the baby for them? <laughs> I want to do more research to find out who made it. My due diligence. Who made the documentary? Mm-hmm. I bet you can anagram their name to Jeffrey Epstein. I would not be surprised. Wow. Yaris. Jerufaman. <laughs> I just rain man that shit. Yeah, I know. It's probably way off. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> Kamar, do you have anything else you want to say in this poster? You're just no. you're just Let's let to this guy get here, to huh? his birthday. Yeah, party. I apologize, listeners. Next week we'll be back with a four hour post show. Just no. head out, Kamar. Yeah, Matt go. and I we'll, are gonna we'll wrap finish this up. up. Thank you for listening. Thank you for having me back, guys. It's so good to be back Love you, Kamar. It's good to have you back, pal. Peace, brother. It's the shoes. Cough on the doorknob on the way out. Get that herd immunity you keep talking about. Simon, do you have anything in closing? Travel travel safe and speak moistly. What's what's bothering you this week, Simon? What's bothering me? Yeah. No, nothing. Just watching the world burn has really uh, put a damper on everything. It's like you said to yourself, how could this get worse? delivered Mm -hmm. but yeah like i said it's all so fresh right now or maybe i didn't say it but i'm saying it now it's all so fresh right now but you know a week from now i think we'll get a clearer picture as to what the hell's going on i mean i'm always wrong and i really hope i'm wrong this time but i have a feeling that a week from now things are actually going to be far worse i i wouldn't call you crazy I really hope I'm wrong. I hope you're wrong too, man. It, if, listen. Like if ever I've been wrong and there's been a lot of times, I hope this is one where I'm way off. I'm afraid that um, the isolation is too much gasoline for this thing. You know, where a normal time, humankind would be able to get a handle on... You know, you would have the riots, you would have all of that because that's the natural response. But eventually the the better judgment would prevail. And I just feel like we having everybody locked up for this time was like mini prison, you know? 
I mean, yes and no. It's kind of ironic too, though, Simon, if you think about it, like, so let's take Eric Garner, who also got, you know, for all intents and purposes, choked to death by a couple of cops, right? Because we weren't locked down, everyone had to go back to work. You couldn't, you couldn't have everyone out protesting. You couldn't have everyone out looting and rioting. Now, everyone has the time to be outraged. Everyone has the time to write letters and to fight back and to, mm-hmm. and to, to Killer Mike's point, you know, this is the best time to use your time to maybe go and get so, those people so out of government. That what, What's your point then? I don't have a point. My oh. point was simply that it's it's ironic that, you know, this is happening when it is because everyone has the time to protest. Everyone has the time to go out and voice their opinion, which is why you're seeing a lot of it. Whereas in a normal news cycle, it might get buried and everyone well, come might Come on, though. The, the violence is at an extreme here. Well, I mean, again, Simon, everyone witnessed extreme violence and it's kind of being met with... I mean, you're forgetting to... I think you're discounting what it was like to be young. You're forgetting how stupid we yeah, both yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, 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 I'm not. I just... Let me give you an example. I when when there was the blackouts in in Ottawa, remember? Yeah. In, I I knew people that looted the LCBO. Ottawa was one of the heaviest looted, and it wasn't for any reason other than there's no power, there's not a lot of cops out. Let's go steal some booze from the LCBO. So, on that alone, I could see you know why twenty year olds out there who are just angry at whatever are looting and rioting. They just it's misplaced anger from people that don't know any better, and I can't be mad at them again. I saw that video and I was enraged. Yeah, and I'm white. I can't imagine how I would feel if I was black. I, I'm not saying that it's misplaced. I'm just, I feel like it's bigger than maybe it would be in a time when we weren't all cooped up, you know? I mean, it's again, it's tough to say. I, I, think, I think the cooped up thing is less of it and that no one has a job right now and has time to be out there, you know? Like, I can't remember, but like during the LA riots, were there subsequent riots happening all across the country um no but there was no internet like rodney king no everybody saw that video i know everyone saw that i know but simon it was a little bit different because you you, i mean first of all cops have body cameras now and everyone has a phone in their pocket so the amount of police brutality we've seen in the last 10 years is staggering yeah it's gotten in the 90s in the 90s it was rodney king and everyone already knew the LAPD was shit. So it wasn't like wildly surprising. The only reason the riot started is because they got acquitted. If you remember correctly. Mm-hmm. The second they got acquitted, they started burning Watts to the ground. So I think what happened this time was, you know, it, all the major cities in the U.S. have serious police problems. If you're in the African-American community. And I think that's... I think it was already at a tipping point with Ferguson. I mean, again, this happened a, two years ago, three years ago, whatever, four years ago, which is ironic because Trump tweeted at the time that uh, lack of leadership was the reason that uh, there was looting and rioting. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a real piece of work. Of something now. But yeah, no, I just can't remember a time where it spread, where it the violence has spread like this just so quickly. Like this just seems totally out of control. I mean, we're also in a weird time where we don't know who is spreading information. They're, you know, the Russia could be loving this right now. Russia could be out there like tripling the overtime of all their fucking internet teams. I, we don't know, Simon. We have no fucking idea. Like you said, there's people dropping off bricks. Who knows? Who knows what? No, I, I, I think there's all sorts of weird shit going on, but that doesn't discount like that a black man died. Well, no, no, but also that there's just. These thing, these riots are breaking out all over the place now, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of people that are disenfranchised and that feel helpless, and I can't imagine what it would feel like to be afraid to call the cops if some shit happened. Yeah, it's... Uh... I cannot imagine what that would feel like, to be afraid that the same person you're calling to help you might arrest you, kill you, mace you, tase you, beat you, lock you up, ruin the rest of your life. I mean, I can't... I. I it's unfathomable to me. I can't, I, I just can't. I don't understand. Yeah, it's just, it's a crazy shame that in order to fix it, it has to be like this, you know? Well, we don't, listen, we can't say that this is how it has to be, that, you know, I don't know. Well, this is how it is. I mean, this is how it is. I don't know, man. It's tough to, 
it's tough to wrap your head around, that's for sure. And again, we're, we, we A, grew up in a different country. We don't have such a militarized police. Not that our police are fucking innocent, but, you know. No, I kind of think that, did we talk about this? Canada is like, has a real racism to it. Of course it does. Yeah. Yes, I'm well aware. That's why I said we're no better. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, A, we don't have the numbers. Yeah, that I think is the... We have 10% of their yeah. population. So yeah. to sit here and, you know, you're automatically going to see ten only 10% of that police brutality. So it's not magnified as much. Um, and again, they have a gun and racism. They have a serious racism problem down there. We didn't have slavery here. Yeah, and like and Joe un- always says, that's not, that's what, two that's people two ago? people ago. And the underlying racism that's, like, think about it. If your great-great-grandfather was a fucking serious racist, a confederate, it's going to be tough for you not to be some sort of piece of shit racist. It, that's in you. Or at least have some of that uh, sentiment somewhere. Of course. Of I don't course. know about a piece of shit. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, fine. But no, I'm saying that that piece of shit racist that your grandfather was, there's a mm-hmm. piece of that yeah. somewhere ingrained so, in you that's trickled down. Well, hopefully it's uh, you learned from his mistakes, you know? But you're probably right. It's most probably just buried deep in there somewhere. And yeah, it, I don't know, man. I hope that uh, I hope that people listen to guys like Killer Mike and... Well, I really Somehow hope can turn this into like uh I actually hope Joe has him on this week. And I know that he said in that interview, I don't want to be here, I don't want to be talking right now. Maybe he'll be more willing to go on a yeah, no, a forum I think, like I think Joe. he would go on uh, JRE because he would feel that um open. Duty. Well, and I think he'd feel that he has an open forum there where he can say anything mm-hmm. and not be yeah, fair enough. Um censored, censored chastised, yeah. whatever. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, for sure. And like I said, I, I can't fucking wait, but their album drops June 5th. Yeah, it's kind of a weird, uh, must be a weird time for him with that dropping. And Well, no, LP put out a big statement the other day saying, I'm not going to say anything else. We've already said all of it on the album, coincidentally enough. So That's what it was all about anyways. That makes sense. I mean, in a way, they feel almost like, a, and I know Rage is still around, but they feel almost like a new Rage Against the Machine, somewhat. Mm-hmm. not all their stuff is that politically driven like rage was pretty much purely well and he's become way more politically driven in the past few years no who killer mike yeah i think he's always been, i think he's more out there in the open i think he's also older now mm-hmm. you know he was a 20 year old part of the goody mob i mean i don't expect to again we just talked about young people i don't you know the young people out there that are doing good good on them you're ahead of the game Young people out there just doing stupid young people shit. I feel you. We all did it. Or most of us did it. Yeah. I'm not I'm not uh without absolution. That's not the right word, but whatever. Yeah, no, you know, like and again, it's burning down a target and pulling people from their cars are two totally different things, you know? Yeah. I mean, listen, you could argue and you could argue that burning down a police station doesn't do you much good because that's the police station in your neighborhood that you're hoping is going to. Well, that was just it. That was the argument I heard somebody talking about today, which is and, and what I said to you, which is you'd rather see them, the riots, the the burning happen, not in the same neighborhoods that you live in. Like it seems counterproductive, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I just, I don't know what you want them to do. You want them to go to a rich white neighborhood no, and start, I, then I, everyone starts getting shot guess, and it's a, yeah, no, listen, there's no, um, I don't think there's a good outcome to this, you know? I, I mean, just, the good outcome would be that we start, I said this last week and Killer Mike said it last night, you, civilian review boards, so easy. Mm-hmm. Let six or 12 really educated people sit on these boards and when something heinous happens with a cop, of course, you have some cops in there to maybe explain. Like, I get that we're not. I know, but is that good enough? Like, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Is that good enough that he's already stepped on the guy's neck and now there's going to be a board? Simon, this guy, it? this guy doesn't get to the neck with right. the three others that he's had. Right. You know what I mean? He gotcha. loses his job yeah, after no, the no, first that, one. That makes sense. And I mean, I get it. Someone still loses their job, but at least we start weeding out shit cops way quicker. Yeah, for sure. Listen, 
Especially that, with that's a good idea, regardless. It's yeah. not going to solve. No, the, but it's a start. It's Let's start with baby steps. Absolutely a start. It's probably not even baby steps. It's probably a nice big leap forward. Keep in mind, too, there's so many people without jobs right now that could probably be great cops. That why don't we start training good people to be cops? Like, if there's this much unemployment, we can get, we can truly start training really good people that are out of work. Good point. That are from their neighborhood even. You know, like it's, I just, it seems like now is actually a great time to restart or start rethinking some of the base stuff that we rely on in society. Well, and I guess that's the point with the violence is it doesn't give the powers that be a choice, but to... Yeah, you have to do something or else, literally do something. you don't do something. We're going to burn the fucking city to the ground. And then the economy that you guys and the votes you guys rely on all this shit is nothing. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But again, like, like you said, a lot of these businesses being burnt are the people who are fighting with you. They just happen to be business owners. You I know get it. I mean, I mean, listen, like, like I said, dude, Sean Wertherspoon, the guy that owns round two, his shop got sacked last night. He's probably exactly the type of person that is 100% behind this movement. No, I've heard a lot of store owners say, we're, you know, what are you going to do? I'd, I'd rather it happen or whatever. And I guess the insurance will take care of it. It's all stuff. Yeah. And then you hear companies like Nike coming forward and saying, yeah, we stand with the... I mean, Nike can suck my fucking But that's dick. just it, right? And this is the stuff that drives me nuts, man. And this is what I'm so jaded by. Like companies leveraging these terrible fucking... Leveraging things yeah. or people like using this as a time on their soapbox or like... I don't know, man. That I, I, It must just be me. It must but just hold on, be Simon, me. I mean, I'm so jaded. Listen, people going on Instagram and writing that they're uh, that they're angry. I'm not angry at that. I'm not angry at that either. I just kind of wish that if you're, I don't know, man. Whatever. It, I mean, we all, Simon. My question to you is something this: something like, horrible happened last week too, or two weeks ago with that guy. And I get it; it wasn't on video, but it was fucking heinous. You know what I mean? But Simon, we okay. Hold on. Again, I'll I'll say that the the difference was simply this: we look at it like people kill people all the time. It's terrible. We try to police against it. We do all sorts of stuff to keep people alive and so that we're not killing each other. When someone gets killed from racism, when two people kill another person from racism, it's obviously horrible. Obviously. The problem is when the people that are paid to protect you do it and it's systematic, it's... And again, I mean, you mentioned it, the video, dude. The video... Yeah, that's got to be the difference is the video. I promise you, if there was video of those because two guys gunning other, down that jogger, that other guy was being chased by the re, cops. Like and there was, yeah, it was a lynching. A, such a fucked up situation. It's. It, I'm not saying it's worse or better than this situation, but it certainly warrants the same kind of outrage, which it didn't get. And again, maybe that's why this one is getting even more outrage because it's this bubble up of. But that's it, Simon. It's a. It's it's a boiling pot and. Again, listen, I started this whole thing by saying I know, it's I know. probably just me being jaded. I know. But when you see enough of like these companies, try, like they've been doing it all through COVID. I know. You know what I mean? And it's been jammed down our throat. And like Joe says, look, I don't care if it's about the immune system. The point is there could be better, more productive things they're talking about to try and help us than to make us scared all the time, you know? like, And that's what they're doing now with this. Uh, like, listen... Like you say, you don't even know. I see a million videos out there. I don't even know what I'm looking at anymore, you know? Well, nothing is given with context anymore. Yeah, no, I know. All we look at is 30-second, 45-second clips of insane shit. Yeah, no, it's a real. It's really... I'll say this to you, though, Simon. This is something that I thought of. So I saw a video yesterday of a cop car in L.A. getting attacked, basically, by like a mob of people. And obviously the cops in that fucking vehicle are scared shitless, which they should be because this is a mob of angry people breaking the windows in your car. So they have fight or flight. Now, again, we saw the LA, I showed you the NYPD, not aggressively like Charlottesville running over people, but definitely running into a crowd of people with their SUV. Yeah, a guy jumped onto the hood and then onto the roof of the car. Yeah, yeah, which again, he's in fight or flight too. He's like, holy fuck, this cop's going to run over me. My point is like, we live in this weird world where the cops are out of fucking control and they're always they're always on edge and they always think they're being threatened and they always think their life's in danger. So what are they doing? They're going to the 
like out of control lengths to detain people and to hold them down six people at a time. All you're doing is all we, all they do is worsen the situation. All I'm saying is like, I don't know. We're out of control. We are all out of fucking control. We need to change the way we police for sure. There's a lot we need to change, but policing is the first fucking thing. Yeah. I, I listen. I totally agree with that. But you as well as anybody know that there are good police out there too. Yeah. Not everybody is a corrupt motherfucker who's going to stand on somebody's neck. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, but Simon, the problem is that you don't absolve yourself. Okay, so the, the good cops out there that are right now standing on that line. Yeah, I don't I know. I mean, again, it's I, they're being, they're being told know. what to do. Like, to me, to me, if I was a good cop right now, I'd, I'd fucking quit. I'd be like, I, I'm not, I don't want to be a part of this. I'm on the wrong side of history here. I really am. You're not, this whole, I'm going to change the system from the inside thing. Fuck out of here. I've been hearing that from cops for 50 fucking years. And all we've seen to do is get worse. Who's that cop from Baltimore that Joe always quotes? Who talks about how it's the same racist fucking shit. Michael, yeah. whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Like if this guy's sitting here, he quit because he had the same thing. I'm going to change it from the inside. Got inside and was like, unchangeable. I'm out ostracized called a fucking a sieve and all you know what i mean like it listen man i don't i'm not smart enough to know what the answer is you know no, and i'm definitely not i'm a but fucking it can't, dummy it can't be to burn all the police stations to the ground like that i just i can't i agree with you nor do i like want a rational person keep in mind nor do i want good cops quitting right now that's probably the last thing you that's still good need for people us. to protect i you agree in case you get in trouble dude i'm with you like we need the police force or else it's fucking chaos but but we also need 100% of our population to trust that police force, or at least a larger percentage. Listen, Matt, I'm the guy who always advocates for the most important thing is for the government to take care of its own. And if you have a police force that's killing your own people, that is definitely not adhering to that standard. Like, I'm with you a thousand percent. I couldn't be more with you. I know. You. I'm not saying you're not. My problem is, like, I just can't see this violence ending well <laughs> obviously i know but again simon i'll say it and it's a tough pill to swallow you and i didn't grow up dirt poor surrounded by pretty much only violence of course not i know of course not but that's what i'm saying is so it's tough for us to put ourselves in that shoe in those shoes again i i'm i'm not condemning them i know i'm not, not condemning people who are rioting right now i'm just as a guy who is lucky enough to be far enough outside to be able to look in, like, I just don't see a happy ending here, which disturbs me because that's like world stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, listen, I, you know, the, the, the United States, everybody was already on like just the verge of like self imploding. And this is a huge match, man. Well, I mean, the biggest problem is if the if the freest country in the world is about to burn itself to the ground, then who do we look at as the pinnacle? Like, what are we supposed to do here? Because it's supposed to be them we look up to, right? That's how it's supposed to be in the world. You're supposed to look up at America as like this this beaming. Yeah, and is the only way to get it under control to have like total um, Gestapo state? Uh, like, this isn't good. You know what I mean? Is the, the but Simon, you could also argue that this is why they've been trying to take away Americans' guns for years. Yeah, but listen, I'm the guy who always argues that point. That's why the Second Amendment is there, is to protect yourself from your own government. Look, I'm not... <laughs> maybe maybe this is, uh, this is how it works, man. But Simon, this is my question to you. Is like, So I'll just put you in a scenario. You're a good cop. You know you're a good cop. Your fellow cops know you're a good cop. You're told to go down to the front line and arrest protesters i quit i don't go to work that's what i'm saying yeah but i'm also not a cop and i don't know how that works when you sign an oath to your brother like i don't i mean you can quit it's not the, it's, the oath is only like it's like a military like i don't know but you've been in battle with these guys like i don't know matt i don't know it's it's really easy for me from the outside to say yeah of course i, I agree not i agree that. i'm sitting here on a couch comfortably so, so yeah you know i just i my, my point though is like again we had this argument towards the beginning of this podcast and i said to you it's weird to me that we live in a world where like where you could watch 
Everyone videotaping and watching knew that cop was breaking the law, but they also then were handcuffed with the law itself, saying, I can't go near this guy. Because in a normal situation, if they, had seen, even, if they had seen me doing that, I would have been lynched, as I should have. It would have been a world star video. And, yeah. and, and I, they would have been hailed as heroes well, for stopping the, the me. The better question then is the only people who could have done anything were the other four cops there. Who should all do equal jail time. Well, th this is what I'm driving at. Like, And let's talk about bail for one second. Th okay. So, like, the system of bail is not... <laughs> Here's my big problem. The, his bail was set at 500 grand. A white supremacist group can raise 500 grand on a GoFundMe page in, like, an hour and a half to get this guy out. And he doesn't even know... He doesn't need to know where the money comes from or cares. He would just like to be back home with his family. Like... This guy should have had no bail. Yeah, no bail. Uh, the whole, the, it's, a, it's, yeah. It's and really and I mark my I words. Who got let out on bail? The guy that killed the guy. He's out on bail. It was, they set it at 500 grand. He's back home right now? I assume someone paid the bail. When did this happen? I don't know. I'll Google it. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Let's, let's wrap Look this into up it later. Anyways. But yeah, I, as far as I know, his bail was set at 500K. And it should not, he shouldn't have bail. That's, Keep that man in jail. Yeah, well, I, you would certainly imagine that he was a flight risk. Well, I don't think he's a flight risk because he should have a cop salary and should not have, like, they'll take his passport. Or maybe they just don't care if he's going to kill himself or whatever. That's not a flight risk. No, but just as a separate mm. issue about him never reaching trial. You know? mm -hmm. It'd be better for or them. If someone he it'd be getting, way better for them if he never reached. Someone getting to him or it must be crazy, like. Well, the they have like 50 cops surrounding his, his house. Place. Yeah, I know. This whole thing is, it's madness, man. I'm just saying, again, keep the guy, like... And then that way you have to put all those cops there and put them in danger to protect them. Just keep them in jail. I just, again, a cop's life is held in... If a, if someone kill, if a black guy kills a cop, do you think he gets bail? Even 500 grand? No, of course not. So I don't see why we hold this life so much higher than anyone else's. It seems crazy to me. It seems absolutely obscene. I don't get it. But I don't get a lot of things. I'm a fucking moron who sits here and smokes pot and talks shit to like 12 people. Mm, there you go. And on that note... What a happy post, Joe. No, that was terrible. Let's not even air the second half of this. Yeah. What trash. As soon as Kamara leaves, he can just snip it right there. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Keep your eyes open, folks. <laughs> <laughs>